What's new, Nate? What's new is I have a pup date. Huck date. Huck, 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 huck pup date. Is um, it too late so to change his name to something that's more phonetically accurate for an update? Like, like, like Gup. Gup. Can we go with Gup? Can we, I, get, can we get Catherine on the phone? Uh, no, she's okay. not in this conversation. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, we. So he saw his uh, first live quail this past weekend. Oh. Ever. So there's a place about an hour from me that sells quail for $4 a piece. So I called him and ordered, I think I got eight, and um, went to the local WMA dog training area. And so put a couple out and just got him on the check cord, and Catherine was with me, and she had him. And he walked up and, like, he smelled the birds, but he was trying to catch. He was trying to get to them. Like, he hadn't figured out the pointing thing yet. Mm-hmm. So the first couple were, like, holding a him against the check cord just like and then flushing the bird in front of him you know not letting him catch it or whatever and so then the third one uh so we took him back to the truck we were, we were all not far from the truck so we took him back to the truck and i grabbed two more birds and put two more out and the third one he like got up to it and got a little too close and the bird flushed like by, because of him like we didn't flush it and i think something in his brain clicked at that point it was like oh if i get too close to these things they fly Ooh. And so the next one he pointed. Oh. Still kind of straining against the checkboard a little bit, but I was able to like let up a little bit and he wasn't like diving right in. And then he on the next two we I lost two cuz trying to get him out of the box they flew away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm new to all this. I'm new to all this, but so I only really only had six. So the next two and I'll post I'll post this on the group um at some point it's a teaser uh, we got some videos this is a spoiler we got we got some videos and pictures i'll put up but um so the next two he like the one of them he you could tell he was getting a little birdie and then he kind of stopped and pointed and then he kind of like readjusted like and then locked just locked up like wow and so uh that video we got that on video that's really cool and then after those two birds, and the other one he pointed pretty well, and we were able to flush him. And anyway, it was unbelievable. I was over the moon about the whole situation. And then we were like, "Well, let's just let him off leash and let him run some." And so we walked down the road a little ways, and he just ran. And then on the way back, uh, he like locked up on the side of the road, like pointed, boom, hmm. just off leash. Like apparently, one of the ones we had flushed came back. I didn't shoot any of these birds. One of the ones we had flushed, like, settled back somewhere off the side of the road. And he, like, pointed that bird. And I, and I get up there. It's, like, in this thorn patch. And I'm looking around. I can't see the bird. I'm like, I don't know if he's there, bud. It must have just – I'm thinking, like, that's where a bird was or whatever. And so I'm, like, digging around a little bit. And I'm like, I don't see him. And he kind of moves up a little bit. And then all of a sudden I look over there. There's, there's a quail sitting right there, like, in the ground. Like, oh he's my pointing gosh. a quail off lead, not trying to catch it. And he, did, he stayed on point until I got up there. And then I was able to kind of get the bird and pick it up and like flush it for him. I was like, whoa, good job, buddy. That was awesome. And then so we keep walking a little ways down the road. And Catherine's like, what's that in the road? I was like, that's a quail standing in the middle of the road. And there was literally a quail standing in the middle of the road. And he was kind of milling around by us, so he didn't see it. But he finally did see it and like pointed it for a second and then ran at it. And I was like, no, he's going to catch it. But the bird flew. And you know those pictures of dogs in the air, like, biting at the bird <laughs> as they're flushing? 
it was kind of one of those moments where he was like jumped at the bird as it flushed and flew away. So that was really cool. And then, um, then there was one more bird and this one was kind of like a dud. He was on the side of the road and, and Huck pointed it, but the bird wouldn't fly. We tried to pick it up and it just wouldn't fly. And sometimes you do that. You get that with pen raised birds, but, um, and he, so he caught that one a couple of times, uh, which, you know, not ideal, but it's okay. Uh, but at that point I was like, he's done so well in these birds. I brought my 410 with me. I was like, I'm going to shoot a couple of times just to see, you know, mm-hmm. I haven't really done a proper gun intro and you're not supposed to just be like, let me do it just to see. But anyway, so Catherine took the bird and I was about 30 yards away or so. And she threw the bird in the air. And when she threw it, I shot and I was watching him the whole time. And he didn't even flinch. Like, he just went straight for the bird. Boom. Nice. Didn't even look, didn't ear twitch, didn't do anything. And then I was like, well, so I did that, like, one more time, and he still didn't flinch. He was, like, so focused on the bird. So, anyway, amazing time out with the dog and Catherine. And uh, he he's, like, seriously, like, birdie. Serious, like, he's a serious bird dog, and he's got so much natural ability. It's unbelievable. Um, so, it was really exciting. Really, really exciting day. Dang. We got to meet Huck. We did. We got to meet Huck over the Christmas break, and yep. he is exceedingly birdie. Yes. You yeah, actually you... did some like really fun stuff with him. Yeah, Nate and I hid some ducks and let him find them. And yeah. Like he, he's, he has got the drive that you look for oh, in a dog. 100%. So, no, that's super Plus exciting. Plus, he's real cute and cuddly. I feel like maybe we just need to do a segment like where Nate just teaches us about training dogs, both the good <laughs> way and the bad way every week. Yeah, Because right. it sounds like you're doing all the right things and all the wrong things at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, but a little bit of a little bit of everything. I got a little bit of everything in on uh, sun, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. That's awesome, So, man. And it's good yeah, that it Catherine's getting fun. out there with you and like it's a good family yeah. thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What is new with you, Em? That's so fun. What is new with me? Oh, well, I feel like this might be a yearly thing, but it is <laughs> dry January. Um, Nate's, yeah. Nate is not celebrating based <laughs> on what is face. <laughs> I, I missed jo- that. Missed that memo. Let's see the day we're recording on. I joined in about a, a week late to dry January, but I'm let's celebrate the fact that I showed up at all. Um, well done. Yeah. I think it's, you know, good timing for me. Um, so that's what I'm doing. Dry January. It's, I'll tell you what, about four o'clock every afternoon. It's rough. I'm yeah. going to be honest. Yeah. Hit you. Yep. I'm like, Oh, I need to start winding down time for a porch cocktail hour, which by the way, I've been on vacation. So it's not like I'm like, <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, can we clarify that? That's I'm not, not like o'clock. done with work and like <laughs> piecing out at four o'clock. But, um, anyway, yeah. Dry January is in full effect. So I, um, very productive right now. <laughs> yes, it's awesome. Because I don't I how productive don't. she is, and on top of the list with everyone at the house, she's super productive <laughs> and keeping us all straight it's, because she's dry January. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> I'm just one of those people that is like so tightly wound. I need help. <laughs> I need help like unwinding. It's usually medicinal in some way, but not now. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> What's new with you, Travis? <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the weird look. I wish I could see the weird looks what we give. Um, what is new with me is it's still duck season. Is this duck season seven years long? At least. I, I love duck season. I love duck hunting more than anyone alive, but I'm tired. 
Yep. Is this the tiredest you've ever seen me? Travis is absolutely... He looks like someone has beaten him to a pulp when he gets home every day. I mean, He's I'm, so tired. I am working my tail off for ducks right now. Working yeah. my tail off. I'm like Huck. I'm tailless. And just, tailless. And just looking for birds wherever I can just, find them. Middle of the just, road. Doesn't matter. Wherever I can find yeah, them, I'm after them. Wherever you can find them. So we've had a good season. We've had a great season. But it has been... We're in the grind of the season right now with stale birds coming out of the holidays and stuff. Like there's always like just a little stretch there where the birds just don't want to do anything. And so yep. it'll, it'll snap out. But man, the last week or so has been rough. Good hunts, but rough. Good season overall right. though. Yeah. Overall it's been a great season. And I posted a recap on, on Facebook the other day. I just did a picture dump of a whole bunch of pictures I had. Unfortunately, I didn't take pictures on all my trips. Some of my clients took pictures and I never got copies of them or, whatever but still been yeah, a lot happens. of fun uh i am adding a new segment in new year new segment are we vo- can we vote on that uh sure okay i i'm calling it nate voted i you do you want to vote uh suffrage nay vote I, for do, women? I don't want to vote i vote i so you lose um <laughs> what is noteworthy is i feel like we need this bears mentioning on the podcast because we did not mention it before the holidays and that is cameron bissell Cameron Bissell showed up as a vintage hunter, and now he's committed he to it twice. Have you seen this? <laughs> I've yes. Seen it. He's come back yes. and done it again. Yes. And he I, killed his first squirrel. He killed his first squirrel on public land. Yeah. I think that was the, the caveat there was first oh, uh, public, land, public land squirrel. Um, hey, it's still good. But Cameron Bissell has, has stepped up and said to everyone else, you're not worthy. Although, I will tell you this. You, you and Emily have not even seen it yet, but as I sat down to record this podcast, I got a text from John Fury of a vintage hunting photograph that I will be sharing this oh. week with you guys. And it is, it's going to, it'll be absolutely, I think we said we, I'd give the first 10 t-shirts. Is that what I said? So there's like, was it 10 or was it like three? I, I, don't I, know, I thought it was 10. I thought I said the Might first 10. 10, I would give t-shirts. So we can do 10. Well, let's do 10. Yeah. So here we are um, in the middle of dry January with only one vintage hunt issued, like terrible. But good for Cameron Bissell and good for John Fury for stepping up his game. You still got a couple weeks left in the season. And I, I think we True. said we were wrapping up at the end of of duck season. I don't really remember any of the rules. It feels like we'll just make that a rule. We'll yeah, just it's officially a rule that is now. from now going forward. Uh, other things that are noteworthy: writing is coming back to Cast and Blast Florida. So I've got some articles in the hopper for our website. Dan Daniels has given me some pieces. So we're going to be trying to be putting out a written piece once a week. If you like what we write, please share it wherever you can share things on social media. Um, also, we are in search of recipes. We've we've had Stacy Widom and Adam Steele contribute some recipes to us before. But if anybody wants to submit some recipes for us to put on a website, we'd love to do that. Um, if we ever get stickers we'll send you a sticker or something for doing that. I, I don't know that we'll ever get stickers again. Who knows? We still don't even have all of our t-shirts. That's a whole nother We're story. We're super organized yeah. and planned around Actually, here, we are super organized about t-shirts and whatnot, but we our printers kind of left us hanging on that stuff. <laughs> the last thing I had that was noteworthy that I just wanted to mention so you guys were aware we were on it is um, the Arizona Department of Game and Fish did a camera ban. Did you see this? Uh, no. I did. Uh, and and I'm laughing because I just read Arizona DGAF. I, th- I've i been reading that on the board. I'm like, they don't give a fly and flip <laughs> about camera bans. <laughs> yeah, so they're banning. This is just an interesting thing that I wanted to bring up now. I'm going to kind of tee it up. We'll have to discuss it in depth. But in a future episode, we'll want to revisit this. 
Um, they are doing a, a ban on uh, trail cams on public land. And the reason is, the reason from what I understand is the guides were setting up a bunch of trail cams around watering holes. Water holes are very limited in Arizona. And so they were setting up, there'd be like 60 cams on there. And even if they're not cellular, like the going and coming to check cards and stuff right, is disrupting the animals. So, and then they were selling information on the animals. Like guides were selling pins basically. So super interesting thing. It gets into where do you draw the line in technology? I think. Right. Because why is one kind of camera? Okay. In one place, not in the other place. And where is it? Okay. And where is it not? And I'm not up to speed on this situation and the ins and outs on it, but we will get there uh, in the coming weeks so that we can have a good conversation about it. But I just wanted to tee that up. Uh, New year, same advertisers. It is a good time. Everyone's making new year's resolutions to review your insurance policy and see if you are paying the least amount you can pay for your premiums. Is that what the insurance things are called? Yes. Uh, By the way, I don't know if you guys saw this. We're recording this on Sunday. Did you see Ryan Briggs posted in the group today? that he busted out the back window on his truck with his layout boat. Missed that. And I need to go comment on it, and I'll do that as soon as this recording's over. I need to go comment on it and ask if that's a sponsored post, if if Howlett yeah. Insurance is sponsoring hashtag. that. Yeah, hashtag, hashtag Howlett Insurance. Insurance. So, as always, please give our good friend Fletcher Howlett a call. Uh, boat, car, home, business. He's really into commercial policies. Like, he, he's an, an expert, and I mean, he's, good at insurance across the board, but don't sleep on if you own a small business or something, you want to get insured. It's a great, great time of year to go ahead and give him a call, get your budget under control. 904-315-5812. You can call text or email F Hallett at Hallett Emily, how do you spell Hallett? Double the L's and double the T's Hallett for all your insurance needs. Yeah. Every year for the first episode of the year, we do a, the ensuing year in review. I don't know why we do that. That's really stupid. Like that's a dumb idea. The first time we did it was amazing, though. It was. We we had a Donald Trump impersonator. We had a <laughs> a sixteen year old boy impersonator. It was incredible. Um, <laughs> so this will be twenty twenty one year in review. We're going to tell you the things that are going to happen in twenty twenty one, and you could take them to the bank. But to kind of show you our chops. And tell you how we did. You can go back. I went back today and subjected myself to 2020, the year in review. What was which, the what number a, on that? I don't remember. Number. Dang it. Why would you ask me that? I think it was like 160. Because <laughs> you're like a weird savant about numbers. You, a, you usually no, know. No, 160. We're, we're in the 160s right now. I don't know what it is. She's going to find it while I'm talking about it. But I subjected myself to it. This was the episode with all the bleeps where I was so freaking wet and I bleeped it out uh-huh, every right. time I said freaking Right. Um, also, Emily wasn't on the episode. It was the first episode of the year, and Emily was working. She she had a thing she was doing at work. Oh my gosh, really? Yep. And so she she was not on the episode. Kaylee filled in. Kaylee Kaylee Grease Henderson. Um, and we had a huge debate, totally not related to twenty twenty year interview. We had a huge debate about chain pizza joints. It was episode number one fifteen. If you are so inclined, yeah. If you want to subject yourself to see how we did in twenty twenty, uh, this is it. But I'm going to tell you. I'm going to make, I'm going to give you some of our things that we told you to take to the bank that would okay. happen in 2020. Coronavirus? One is, no. Okay. <laughs> one is we said FWC would be blamed for the Kennedy assassination. 
No. We got close to that. We got so close on that. <laughs> we got close. I feel like that. I feel like that. We should just roll that over every year. Like I'm going to claim yeah. that as a as a recurring prediction. Year we should just year. pick a different t- pick a different major incident. A different conspiracy. every year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the second one that we did that was so close is red. We we predicted that red blue green algae tide would exist, and and red <laughs> there would become a hybrid of blue green algae and red tide, and what would be called red blue green algae tide. We spent yep. a lot of time talking about primary colors. I feel like that still <laughs> hasn't happened, but I still like feel like we, we we're tap dancing on a landmine there. Um, I predicted it would stop raining, which almost came true. We went into a little bit of like drought like conditions and then we had historic rains. So I was wrong on wrong. that completely. Nate predicted that we would settle STA. I can't remember if we were going to do STA draws or walk-in permits <laughs> with an octagon, octagon style. <laughs> that was came my close favorite to that one. Too. Yeah, yeah, we came close to that too. I, I feel think. like that is still on the table as well. And, and is it true? That, we've still got a few more weeks of that. I feel like probably FWC thinks that's a good idea. And probably the water management district thinks it's a good idea, but they haven't probably. gotten together on it. So I think right. if they ever yeah. get together on it, like it'll, we'll just open that up. And that's how we'll solve we the ring walk-in. Up. The walk-in. Yeah, thing. let me ring up uh, Joe Rogan and get the him on board. The thing we got the closest on, the thing we got the closest on, was genetic research revealed that there's no such thing as a model duck, Dang. because all model ducks are actually just mallards. And as it comes out, when we interviewed Phil Lavretsky, Doctor Phil with uh, the University of Texas A&M University, he's not really Doctor Phil. We shouldn't call him that, but I just did anyway. He told us that what the difference was. It's a 10% difference between a model and a mallard. We went way into genetics of model ducks, but we called that one that we were basically going to have that conversation. That was, I'm that taking was, that as uh, a win. I'm putting that in the that win. Was, that's a big time win. Yeah, absolutely. We yep. did not, we did not correctly predict anything about a pandemic. So we, we completely whiffed on that, which was basically anything in the news all year had something to do with COVID. So, yep. Um, Sorry, we we knew we just didn't we didn't bring it up. Yeah, yeah, we were <laughs> oh we God. we signed a uh, an NDA some of us with did know. NDA. Yeah, some of us knew. Emily did. <laughs> I, starting in like quarter four of 2019, I kept every day. I was like, Travis, this thing is happening in China, and we have got to keep an eye on this. Like, this is real. Yeah, I learned about it in December, like in China, but I was like, nah, it'll never. Okay. There's, I was like, crap happens in China. All the I time, didn't learn so. about it because I was in the middle of duck season. And Emily's telling me stuff like China has snipers that are shooting people when they leave the city. And I'm like, where did you see that? She's like on TMZ. And I'm like, I'm going <laughs> that back is to bed. not TMZ. where I saw it. It was on Twitter. <laughs> oh, that's better. <laughs> right. All right. So here we go with our fearless 2021 predictions. Are you ready for this, Nate? Nate. And, so the audience can set this, the scene. We're in my dope office. We, we're in the dope office office slash recording studio it's pretty dope emily and i have a giant whiteboard in front of us with all these things written on it we have not given these to nate we want nate to get these cold so we can get a, an honest reaction on them so em you got the first one yeah so the sponsors of the strawberry festival have just released uh, or sorry this is a prediction the sponsors of the strawberry festival here in florida are letting everybody know that they, you don't have to go get a COVID vaccine. All you have to do is buy a Strawberry Festival ticket and lick it, and that will make you immune to Corona, and then you can just walk right in and enjoy yourself. 
and a myriad of other things, I'm sure. Absolutely. Is that the most yeah. Plant City thing you've ever that's, heard? Yeah. You know, that's like Plant City in a headline right there. <laughs> um, don't need the vaccine. Just lick your ticket and you'll be good to go. Maybe you can have all the antibodies for anything you want. Maybe they'll just have one ticket and everybody they're, licks it as they walk in. And that's how you get your admission. <laughs> their their slogan is lick lick the ticket and you can kick it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, we can say that stuff, right? Because we're in Polk County. Sure. Yeah, it's like, like talking about your brothers and sisters. We're like, allowed to. Pick like we're on allowed them. to, but like anybody else, come at me. All right, here is a fearless prediction that is super specific to the Cast and Blast universe, but I guarantee you this is on the table. During the next quarantine, which I predict will start, you know, any day, Emily buys 10 inflatable kiddie pools to play beer pong in our yard and invites everyone that listens oh. to the podcast over. With okay. like basketballs. I love this prediction. Or I'm, giant I'm beach totally balls or something. In. That would be a blast. How baller would that be? That'd be amazing. But do you, when you play beer pong, don't you drink the beer that you... Yeah, but we would have to like do yeah. like we'd have to alter the beer pong rules. Like everyone B B Y O B and like you take a you drink your so own. We wouldn't we wouldn't follow in Plant City's footsteps and you drink out of the kiddie pool that's full of beer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> collectively. I don't think so, Tim. No, that's probably not right. All right, Emily. Oh, next next prediction. Uh, we predict this year that Travis will go to Washington D.C. to protest against eagles as the national bird. That's a, that could very well come true. There's that's, zero that's risk in that prediction. Probably our most that's probably our most accurate prediction so far. <laughs> if someone would fund that trip, I would go do it tomorrow. Like there's <laughs> nothing stopping me from doing that. If I could get the legislators to meet with me, I know there's nothing important going on in the country right now. Um, I would love to have this discussion with a whole bunch of important people just, and get it me, fixed. Go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. I've got a picture in my head of like all these people around you protesting like real issues whether <laughs> whatever issue it is it's a real issue and you're just like holding Take a away eagles as a national bird <laughs> i want the turkey as a national bird <laughs> and you've got the sign it's like you know the pictures of see the random signs like you know pineapple doesn't belong on pizza yeah you know it's like that it's you're like the ridiculous protester in the middle of people protesting uh real so things true so have you that, been that was a really funny image. Have you been surprised, Nate, of how many people latched on to this idea of Travis oh, hating no, eagles? Not at all. Because anytime anybody says somebody dislikes something or is has some ridiculous view about something, people are gonna make fun of it. And I love it. I'm here for it. You're holding a eagle plush toy right now in your hand. Um I love it. I'm that here was for it. Sent to us by a listener. Fallon Miller yeah. sent me this eagle plush toy and yeah. I hate her. I hate no, her and I hate this eagle and I'm throwing it. I'm here let for me, it. Keep me, it up, boys. Let me throw in girls. a little ad right here. Um, we referenced it earlier in the podcast, but if you're new to, new to the show, we have a Facebook group called Cast and Blast Florida, the group on Facebook. Join it if you want to be part of this insanity. that we, It's half the fun. Like the show comes out, everybody listens to it, and then everyone talks about it and picks on each other in the group. And it's so fun. So uh, d definitely uh, ask to join that group if you want to hang out with us. I online. will say it's the best community on Facebook. Absolutely. It's the best community for sure. on Facebook. For sure. Cure for COVID-19 discovered. Following in Dolly Parton's vaccine footsteps, Kenny Chesney offers to fund it. If this happened, I would not get, I don't, I don't care if it cures it. I'm not getting it. If Kenny Chesney has anything to do with do it. Do you know what he's talking about? No, I have no idea. I'm so they, very lost right now. So when when they started doing all the research around COVID vaccines in 2020, Dolly Parton donated a huge amount of money to help 
fund the research. Because gotcha. Dolly's awesome. And it just so happened right. that one of the the company that she her money went to ended up finding a, the vaccine like first. Was it Pfizer? At the first trials. I, I don't Pfizer. remember which one it was. So anyway. Pfizer or Moderna probably. So. Hashtag Team yeah, Pfizer. That was here. like a deep cut from from 2020 for you to That's get that deep. one. Yeah. But if so Kenny Chesney you, you did. Don't want the, you don't want the no shoes, no shirt, no Corona vaccine? Yeah. <laughs> That's probably that's probably how that you probably like when they give you the vaccine, you get a pair of white costas. They hand you a yeah. pair of white costas to put on, and you have yeah. to lick and them. In a in a, a straw cowboy hat, that's like yeah, a straw cowboy hat and like a white and a tank t-shirt. Top. Yep, that's exactly right. Um, last one we have is FWC creates a restricted podcast area. All issues go away for them. <laughs> the, the rpas the rpas uh, uh, yeah we that's, joke that's we love good. fwc but we do. That, since i since i brought that up as an aside we will be having an update on the rha soon we are following back up with fwc now that we've gotten through the end of the year their staff's on vacation we were on vacation hunting whatever so um, we had, no one's dropped the ball on that. We'll follow back up on that. Anyway, Nate, those are our fearless predictions for 2021. How do you feel about this? Uh, that's, um, I, th- I think, I think we've got some, some real winners there. I think we can, um, I think there are some things in there that will be closer than ever to truth. I don't know that we can get closer than the model duck genetic thing. What were you going to say? I feel that's like pretty close. If we don't name this episode, no shoes, no shirt, no COVID, like what are we even doing? Yeah. The whole, everything's wrong. That I was mean, the best part of the whole show. Everything's wrong. I'm here all week. Okay. <laughs> it is time for keep and release. It's been so long since we've done one of these that I forget. We do releases first, right? We do. Right? We do. Okay. Nate, we're going to let you go first. What is your release? So my release is that um, even though it was a weird year and I feel like I just wasn't in the spirit of college football this year, but college football is coming to an end. It is over as of last night. Um, the national champion, blah, blah, blah. You can put it in here. Uh, <clears throat> wait, wait, wait. No, 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 you got to make a prediction and we're going to hold you to um, it. So I want you to be, I want you to be 100% certain. I want you to say, yeah, the national Alabama championship destroyed Ohio State last yeah. night. And I'm just going to leave it here and it'll be like it happened in real time. Yeah. Um, since I think that's what's going to happen. So uh, the national champion, Alabama Crimson Tide, who beat uh, Ohio State by 17. Okay, sure. I buy 17. it. I buy it. Um, so that just means that college football is over, and it's sad. It'll be a sad seven, eight months or however long it is until it comes back again. But at least baseball is getting closer, right? I, yeah, I'm looking forward to baseball. Like, I took the year off from sports altogether. I just never got into the groove of it with the COVID yeah. stuff, with all the political stuff. Like, I just – it wasn't any one thing. It was just a lot of little things, and I just never – I was excited about opening day in April, and then it was it's not their fault, then but it, it didn't just, happen in April. Right. And then I thought it happened in May, and then it never happened until like June or right. July. And it just, I just never got back into sports this year. So I, next year, I'm looking forward to sports in 2021. I feel like that's hopefully getting back to more normal sport yeah, calendar. Yeah, sports cycles. Yeah. yeah, I'm into that. All right, Em, what is your release? Okay, so this is me reaching out to you, my Cast and Blast community, for help. So we're sitting in the cool podcast studio that we've made for Travis. I have also just kind of put finishing touches on my own office in the house. And I have, I need some art. I have a wall that is 10 feet long and six feet tall. And what I want is very specific and I can't find it. So here's what I want. 
I want a canvas or a blown up picture of like 1990s Florida orange groves. Like what you see when you're riding down the street, you know, that was my childhood and they're not pretty. It's not like a staged picture. It's just the raw Florida orange groves of, of the prime time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what like I prime time, like the nineties or like the eighty, cause the nineties was already starting to tail off. I know. Like, so like the seventies was really the prime time, but then they had yeah, some freezes 50, in 60, the eighties. Right. What she's saying it down. is if you're driving up 27 around Through Sebring, Claremont. Yeah. Or, or Sebring or wherever. And, and yeah, you want to yeah. pull over and snap a cool pick and then blow it up. That's what she's looking for. Well, it, and they have to have like a certain resolution for you to be able to blow it up to like six feet wide. So True. Um, but I did find one that I sort of loved online and it had like palmettos in the orange groves, which Ooh, was nice. so like Florida to me. But I it was a video. That. It wasn't a picture. I know. So we need to pause it and I don't know. Maybe we'll we should get you a 60 inch TV and put it up there. If there anybody, you build a frame around it. Yeah. If anybody knows how to solve this problem for me, help and thank you in advance. That is, uh, that is my release. All right. I'm not going to deep dive into this, but I'm going to tee this up too. What are you doing? You're fighting with the microphone stand right in the middle of the recording. Screwed. Sorry. Um, I am going to put this in as a release and we will come back to this in a few weeks as well. This is from the Canadian wildlife biology and management. Thomas surface is the, is the author of it. And it's a white paper. It's an 18 page or white paper. And I just got this and it just irritates me to no end. I'm going to tell you North American model of wildlife conservation empowerment and exclusivity hinder advances in wildlife conservation. And I'm going to tell you what they're saying. They are saying that by celebrating hunters, the way the North American model of wildlife conservation does, we are limiting non hunters ability to participate in conservation. And to that, I say, yeah, bull. Yeah. I just don't, I just don't buy this. So I, Nope. I'm going to circulate this around. Maybe me, Nate, and Dan will take a run at this in a few weeks. and Because we, we like to get Dan in on serious issues and let yeah. him have the week he's our He's our serious issue push. guy. <laughs> Which is funny because Dan's actually a pretty funny guy. But um, we'll give Emily the week off. And anyway, I just wanted to tee it up. I'm just irritated about it. I'll see if I can put a link to this in the show notes. I don't know if I can or not. But they just kind of basically go through and follow kind of the narrative that you've heard talked about a lot where – well, there's 86 million bird watchers in North America, and I forget the number, 1.8 million hunters. Bird watchers contribute way more. Okay, I get that, but there's a lot of subjectivity. You, you've got one set that's actual data where you have hunting licenses and hip data and right. things that we're required to buy, and you got the other group that's just telling you what they did and what they spent. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah, really I've got a lot of thoughts. So I will save it for the okay. special. But I just teeing that up. I got it on Friday, and it irritated me. And the person that sent it to me, I'm irritated with them for sending it to me. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> irritated about the whole thing. So I need to release it. Moving on to happier, healthier, funner things. Let's do keeps. Um, I'm gonna go first on keeps because I've got a good one. Go. Not that yours are bad. Like I think yours are actually good. I'm gonna go first. Mine is, and I haven't talked about these all season. But I got two items I'm going to tell you guys about. And you should buy them because then you'll be ahead of the groove next year. Because here's what happened. I ordered my Mojo Ducks. My Mojo, my spinning wing little Mojos. I ordered them in July. And Mojo was out of them. I actually just got a refund like three days ago for the Blue Wing Teal Mojos I ordered in July. So... 
that was cool because like some found money, but it was kind of sucky because I didn't have them. So I kind of freaked out because I wasn't going to have them. I bought Lucky Ducks Mojo spinning wing decoys. So the brand is Lucky Duck. First time in my life that one of those has lasted the entire year. Wow. Which I want to speak to the quality of that because I am, Emily will tell you, Nate will tell you, I'm super hard on my gear. I use it every single day. I expect it to work. I don't want to have to maintain it. I want it to just work when I take it out of the box and, and plug it in. And that Lucky Duck has done that. The other one I'm going to talk about is a Wonder Duck, which is this weird floating duck with these little flippers on the side that kind of spit water up. Been super impressed with that. I've had that the entirety of the second split. Had no malfunctions from it or anything else. So both of those products I'd encourage you to take a look at. Go ahead and get them ordered because then you'll be ready going into next season. Yeah. Those are my keys. None of that is sponsored, nice. by the way. No, 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 no. It was just, no, 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 just no. our opinions. Yeah, that's just a, a hunting guide's opinion from Florida about products. So I'll go next and then Nate, you can take us home because my thing is sure. not necessarily hunting or fishing related. Um, so my keep is the thrift stores lately have been fantastic. Uh, I haven't had a lot really of time. Goodwill, co- goodwill coming in coming <laughs> clutch. Huh? Yeah, I haven't you know had a lot of time. I've been off work, so it's been fun to go poke around. But I have found, I found some kitchen cabinets, so I was able to finish my office at home. I repurposed those. I got a couch for the man cave in here, the podcast studio. You have to see my couch; it's dope. Um, Am I overusing dope lately? You really are um the third thing i found oh i found travis some bronze are they are they brass brass? they're brass brass duck head uh bookends for nice for his office in here which are so cool i came home and polished them up and then i loved that antique store that i found so much i took him and he found a antique is that an antique decoy yeah it's from the 30s it's a it's a folding decoy have you ever seen one of those folding no it's got a wire contraption behind it and grab it while i'm talking about it it's got a wire contraption behind it that allows it to like bend over so it 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 makes it fold flat for transport so it's really really neat Um, oh and it's super old super cool it's probably from what what i was researching on it with the manufacturer and everything it's probably from like chesapeake bay area Outer yeah. North Carolina, That's cool. Maryland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's super neat. It's flat. It's a silhouette decoy. And um, but yeah, she has been killing it with the first she came home and told me, You you're gonna love this. There's all kind of stuff in there. Lots of greenhead mallard prints in there, which nice. Not I'm not a greenhead mallard guy though. I'm a Florida guy. You, my friend, could do be a greenhead mallard guy, but I am not. I could very easily. But uh, the thing she found, she was like, they had these little curio ducks and they were real little. And I was like, oh, maybe we could do something cool with the podcast with them. So I went and looked at them. They were pencil sharpers of all the oh. different <laughs> duck species. And they were $2 a piece. And they were, they were kind of cheap and chintzy or else I would have got them because the paint jobs weren't even very good. But right. uh, I, it, it was kind of funny. So Interesting. But she has been killing it. And she now has a bird dog in her lap. Oh my God. She has been killing it on the thrift store front. It was great. All right, Nate, take us home. What is your keep? Um, One of my things on my Christmas list, if you remember, was a Filson uh, wax canvas vest, the mesh bag one. So I got it for Christmas. And just so you know, the shell pockets are perfect size to fit a quail each. Like a live quail. Because I don't have a bird bag. Like I'm under, 
I'm under equipped for bird dog training. Like I don't have a bird bag or anything like that. So I had to like stuff them in my pocket. And so, but it's very comfortable. It's very light and it fits me really well. And I can tell it's going to be really good quality and last me a long time. So I'm pretty excited about all the adventures I can have in that vest. And, you know, it's just going to be a good, uh, it was a good gift. It's, um, I'm excited about it. It's it's also cool. And hopefully this isn't like too dark or sad or anything, but it's also cool. You got it like Huck's first. Yeah. You got it kind of like a month or two after you got Huck. So you're going to have that for the duration of the Huck. Right. Huck. I I need something there. The Hucklinium. Dynasty. The Hucklinium that we're in right now. The Hucklinium. Um, (laughs) Did you also get a Delta waiting jacket? I did. Sure did. And you Um, you took some flack for that. I did. You posted the yeah. Val to be peasants post on the group. <laughs> that so was a funny post. I took that. some flack from both angles, which is where you kind of want to be. So, like yeah. the original, the OG Sitka boys were like, they were offended. You, you're now in the club. You can't. Yeah, you're not. You know, welcome to the club. Ten years later, sure. Okay, I got some flack from the other side. It's like you don't need to spend four hundred dollars on a jacket to go duck hunting. You're right, but call me when you're wet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, well, you looked you looked dapper in it. Your your beard Thanks. was at uh, maximum duck seasonness at that point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you looked yeah. you looked really dapper in it. Um, the only thing you needed was like a brace of of ducks around your neck and yes. your dog looking like wet but happy sitting next to you. It was like some icicles coming off of his like jowls. Yeah, <laughs> off his beard. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it. I feel like we have acclimated ourselves. It's almost like we never stopped doing this. It's like riding a bike, man. Do you feel like the people are going to be thrilled that we're back? 17, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2020. This is our fifth year. This is our first fifth calendar year being in this. It's really your How fourth. about them apples? That's terrible. A little bit wild, to be honest <laughs> yeah. with you. So, as always, if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell a friend about the show or share it on social media. And in the meantime, stay woo!